Hello from News and Arts. Joining us today is Michelle Bilo, a fashion designer at Joji Apparel and executive director at Raw Artist Canada. How are you doing, Michelle? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming. Um, we had the pleasure of meeting uh, through Raw Artists the first time I got to present, which was amazing. Um, yep. It's quite a lot of work and um, organizing, especially because it's not just Toronto, it's in other provinces and out of the country. Can you, it's a big undertaking, can you give us an idea of how you and your team came up with this and made it happen? Yeah, that's a big question. Um, and what is Raw Artists for people who don't know? Okay, yeah. So Raw Artists, we organize and curate art shows for um, multiple different disciplines in one show for emerging talent throughout Canada. We're also in the U.S. and Mexico as well. So how uh, the Canadian portion started was it was happening in the U.S. and we brought it here to Canada and started expanding throughout uh multiple different cities so yeah it's uh multidisciplinary so there is a lot uh to each show as you know there's mm -hmm. music there's fashion there's visual art accessories uh we're all over the place so we find the artists curate the show and execute the show so from beginning to end it, it's pretty mind-blowing and you know <laughs> it, it's so much happening and so the idea you're saying was already happening in the states and then you brought it here so what's the vision and the plan around raw artists now, especially with all of the traveling restrictions? Yeah, right now, um, much like everyone else, we've really had to change how we're doing things. Uh, when COVID first hit, we did a mask initiative. So we ended up making 15,000 masks and having them delivered uh, throughout Canada. So we wow. had our raw artists step up to make the masks. We organized the network of uh, couriers that were just, you know, people volunteering to deliver them. So we set up this big organizational system throughout the country and did that volunteer. Uh, and then we moved on to the National Arts Drive, which mm -hmm. was uh, happening throughout Canada, U.S., and Mexico. Mm -hmm. It was free for everyone. Um, and we made an app so you could see where people were showcasing outside. And we did it all on one day. And uh, so we did those two projects, all volunteer on our part. Now we're stepping back. We're regrouping. Uh, it was, you know, three to four months of volunteer work, mm -hmm. which I really enjoyed. It brought artists together, brought communities together. It helped out in so many ways. Uh, well, for the morale, right? Just yeah, to for the morale. kind of cope with what's happening. Yeah, we were happy to do it. And with the National Arts Drive, we were also... It was happening in smaller communities that we normally don't operate in. So mm -hmm. Stratford, Ontario, there was about 60 artists there that were showcasing outdoors. We don't work in Stratford. Right. You know, we're in these bigger communities. So it was uh, really fun for me to see these smaller communities pop up uh, and also giving people hope and uh, like something mm -hmm. to do during the time was really, really helpful. Um, now we're taking a step back. We're just kind of thinking of where we're going to go. Uh, we're definitely not planning on events starting in the way that we are doing them until probably this time next year, maybe a exactly. little bit sooner. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's going to be a long haul. So we want to continue to keep helping artists uh, 
and we just have to figure out a new way to do it. So we did those first two projects, and now we're we're back to the lab, back to brainstorming to see what exactly. we're going to do. Exactly. I think yeah. everyone's kind of back to square one, right? Especially where live events are involved. Yeah. But your motivation and ability to go on, it's it's, it's admirable. It's incredible, actually. And you're always kind Thanks. of up to something. <laughs> and, you know... And that being said, you you have your fashion, you're a fashion designer, and you have a new line with uh, Joji Apparel. Am I right? Yeah, I just released a collection. It's the largest collection I've done. It's called Too Cool for TV. Mm-hmm. It's a really chill, kind of streetwear style collection. Um, yeah, so I'm pretty excited about it. I had plans to release it before COVID hit. Mm-hmm. I've been working, I worked on it for about nine months. I started in November of last year. Uh, and I was contemplating whether I should even release it in mm-hmm. the way that these times are. Like, you know, people are strapped for money. They're nervous about money. Um, you know, is it the right time to release the collection? But I just went ahead with it anyway uh, and released it as planned. So Good for you. Yeah. And so... How are you managing that at this time, though, with the limitations? So what's the plan there with the clothing line now that it's out? Um, So I'm taking orders. Like, I have my website up. People are ordering online. Uh, Mm -hmm. With COVID, some kind of new things came about. I'm selling and making masks. So that certainly was not planned when I started in November. Uh, So, you know, I'm just taking it slow. It's also a new brand. So, you know, I have to build the business. um, Mm -hmm. So I wasn't expecting crazy amounts of orders and all of that, although I am getting orders. So, uh, yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. It was more a personal project for me to like get out my passion and finally do it. Mm -hmm. You know, I have a studio and I wasn't working on fashion a lot. So I'd walk by my studio in my house and it would literally make me sad to see it there. So, um, I set the goal of, you know, I want my collection to come out in, 2020 so I you know it was more about me making it than actually selling it uh so the sales are just it's an added bonus Mm -hmm. yeah super motivational I think a lot of artists need to hear that right now I mean at any time really because everyone has their own motivational level and time yeah the way we set goals but this is especially that time of let's go or it's like you said, you felt sad walking by your room and you finally made it happen. Yeah, like I was putting so much effort into raw mm-hmm. and I love raw. I love my job. Like I would never change that. But um, I was like, well, I'm giving up my own art for my career, but I can do both. I just have to like rearrange my day. You know, like I have to set daily and weekly goals. And I did that. I set literally goals for each day for my fashion mm-hmm. and for the week. And if I didn't make them, I would have to make it up. Like mm-hmm. I was really strict and serious about this. And that's how I was able to make uh, such a large collection and actually get it done was I just, yeah, I set those goals and it was serious. I had to make them. So. That's incredible. Do you work on uh, by yourself with the fashion line? Like is the sewing and the patterns everything by you or do you have a team that help out? It's just me. Yeah, so I do all the pattern making. Um, that's kind of the first step. Well, the fr- I guess the first step is coming up with vaguely what design you want mm-hmm. and then the pattern and then doing 
the first couple, which are never made properly, adjusting it, and then finally coming up with the final design. So each finished design that you see, it's not like you just go in and, you you know, it magically comes together and you make it. It's like you've probably made something maybe 10, 15 times before you come up with the Mm -hmm. pattern that works. So it's a a lot of time investment to have one finished piece. What's your background in this? Because that's incredible. I love any designer who kind of has touched everything that you're wearing and they're all unique in their own way. Uh, Is this, are you self-taught or do you have an educational background in design? Yeah, I'm self-taught. So I started sewing. I was actually in a band. Uh, and You've I done started- a lot of things, Michelle. <laughs> There's a few things I want to bring up. I may or I may not. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I was in a band and we actually went on tour in Japan. And we were more in like the cyber goss scene. And we went there and, you know, the fellow people that we were performing with were wearing the most insane costumes. And we felt like we're like, we look, you know, we're wearing, you know, rather normal outfits so I got into sewing and designing then because I was like Mm -hmm. well I guess should start making us cool costumes for our performances so I really got into it then um, which was I guess maybe 15 years ago Mm -hmm. Uh, but I had always sewn a little bit like my mom used to sew my skating outfits my grandmother sewed so it's just like part of I guess a family tradition of being able to sew that's amazing So where does the inspiration come from? Um, well, the inspiration for the Too Cool for TV collection definitely came from, I guess, snow, like being into snowboarding so mm-hmm. much, like going into the shops and seeing this like really chill, cool style that you could just wear anywhere. Mm-hmm. And it's also kind of where my personal style has shifted over to. Like I used to be more into the like goth, dark, always wearing black style. Mm-hmm. I still love that as well, but I, my personal style is shifted over into more bright colors fun like for whatever reason I don't know why it shifted over there but it did (laughs) we we change we we change throughout the years (laughs) and our experiences right um so is there anything that you can share with us and it's funny because you did mention about the uh design and your mom making the clothing for your skating because you used to professionally skate as well right yeah the first 20 years of my life was just hardcore training figure skating so um yeah, that's it seems like a lifetime ago, but that was a major major part of my life, yeah. You've lived many lives and you're always, you know, there's a creative element for you. So, yeah. we have an idea of what was happening and what's been happening right now. Any other hints you can leave with us about possible creative projects coming up for you? Yes. <laughs> Tell me more. Um, well, one of my other goals was to uh, release an album. Mm-hmm. So I make electronic music. I have for a long time, and I've never released an album. So it's a, and I also have a studio in my house for that. So I work on music, but just not enough. So I, I'm working on a full-length al- album right now uh, that I hope to... I wanted to have it out in 2020, but there's just no way. The fashion <laughs> took a little bit longer. Right. So I'm hoping by the you know beginning, mid-2021, I'll have uh, my music album out. That's insane. So when do you rest? Do you have a bedroom in your house, or is it all like <laughs> different kinds of studios? <laughs> How does this um, work? Tell me. I don't rest very often. Like I'm always doing something. I'm a super busybody. Uh-huh. Uh, my partner is also really creative too so Mm -hmm. he makes electronic music as well uh so yeah we have 
different rooms for our studios. We're pretty lucky that way. Uh, one of the reasons actually why um, moving to Collingwood was was great for us because we could have a bigger place right. uh, cheaper than we could never have a place that big in Toronto. Exactly, and you have the nature. It sounds incredible. Yeah, yeah. And wow, it's, it's so inspiring, Michelle. It's like I always learn something new about you. <laughs> and it's it's incredible that you just keep going and reinventing and coming out with new ideas or going back to your old passions and now executing. Oh, thank you. So you're welcome because it's true. And, you know, as much as this time with COVID has been challenging, it really has brought so many people, you know, a, a place of having these choices of, hey, I can do nothing and absorb or I can get extra motivated and go back and do all the things that are my passions and you're one of those people mm -hmm. so it's really nice that you came to share that thank you yeah with the COVID I mean one of the issues that I always have is is not having enough time mm -hmm. uh, especially when Raw's up and running and you know last year we did I did 52 flights in one year That's, so wow you can imagine like the traveling schedule is just crazy and with with creative stuff I find like you know it takes you a couple hours and then you kind of like start to get in the groove right. and when you're in the groove that could span for weeks but if it gets interrupted it the creative process is a lot harder exactly uh, yeah so I'm just taking advantage of having this time because I don't know if there's going to be uh, that much time again in my life mm -hmm. that I can actually dedicate towards my art because it's more of a passion like it's I'm not looking at either the music or the fashion to necessarily be careers they're gotcha. like they're they're literally passion projects mm -hmm. so yeah and as for raw that's something you see as being a part of your life moving forward after all this is done yeah totally uh, well right. I hope like I hope that we can get back to the way things were or at least you know doing events again in some type of manner uh so yeah I want to keep definitely raw I would characterized as my career it's also a passion as well I, mm -hmm. I absolutely love working for Ron doing all of the events meeting artists being around them all the time it's super motivating exactly yeah and you have family that help out because I remember seeing your parents who are lovely humans who are there with you yeah. supporting you through this quite elaborate and intense experience yeah totally my parents actually drove me here <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they're awesome. Uh, and my mom bought one of your pieces. She has one of your, uh, I think she bought a necklace from you. I don't remember. Was that Montreal or Toronto? Because I remember having a conversation with her. I think it was and Montreal, yes. maybe. Oh, that was a great show. That was some really great times. Yeah. But they're lovely. And it's it's been such a pleasure to have this experience. So I hope to see you back at it and see you out there in the creative and, um, you know, the show business. You know? Yeah, um, it will happen. It's just a matter of when. Exactly. So, you know, we can we, we can weather the storm for sure. We can wait it out or I shouldn't say wait it out. Like we're we're actively still doing stuff. Mm -hmm. We still want to help artists during this time. Uh, but yeah, we'll be back. It's just, you know, when we're hoping this time next year. Fingers are crossed. Yeah. In the meantime, can you give us some links and information as to where people can find uh, your information, whether it's the fashion and raw artists and so on? Yeah, totally. So for raw artists, Facebook is Raw Artists Canada. Uh, Instagram is the same. Mm -hmm. And for Joji, it is uh, Joji Apparel on Facebook and Joji Apparel on Instagram right. and JojiApparel.com. So that's where you can find all of that stuff yeah incredible it's very exciting 
And um, anything that you can leave us with, any advice for artists and others through these times that have been quite challenging for people? Um, I would say take advantage of, of the time, like I was saying before. Uh, but on the other hand, you know, it's also okay if you're feeling down and crappy and, you know, you just look at your painting or whatever and you just don't want to work on it. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's okay too. It's, it's pretty stressful right now. I mean, it's weird times. Uh, people react to it differently. But if you can, I would try to really utilize the time, even if it's just, you know, one day organizing your studio, like organizing your paint or organizing your threads or going through your samples in, right. for music and, you know, doing something. Because uh, for me, I don't want to look back on this time and be like, damn it, I had like 10 hours a day for three months or four months and I didn't do anything with it. So exactly. Yeah. Take advantage of it. Yeah. Try new things. You've got like, like, why not be creative? I love it. It's perfect. And that's what it is. It's okay to feel the way we do and embrace that. It's yeah. also hopefully without, you know, fighting the current and just going with the flow. Yeah. And, you know, I'm seeing more people getting into that and sharing and it, it motivates the rest of us. So mm -hmm. I love it. So Michelle, can you also tell us a little bit about how uh, all this happening has affected the art market? Um, I think for sure negatively, ex especially for the live portion of it. I mean, uh, with events and um, gallery showings and whatnot, all of that hasn't been able to happen. Uh, but you can see some, I think, positivity in there where uh, things are popping up. Uh, you know, online is, is going a lot stronger. People are getting creative with how they can sell their art or display or, you know, do, still do their thing. Mm -hmm. So I think there is a positive to it, but for, especially for us, for Raw, the live portion of it is so, it's huge. Like, it's a whole experience. That's what we're exactly. making. Uh, so you can't do that online. Uh, so I think it's, it's definitely hard uh, for everyone involved. Artists don't have places to go sell their work. The online portion is getting so oversaturated that exactly. I think people are just even ignoring it because there's so many things going on right now. So, uh, yeah, I think it's definitely a difficult time. It's time for everyone to go back to the drawing board and uh, mm -hmm. get creative and uh, do something different. But, yeah, it's, it's, there's no doubt about it. It's a difficult time. Exactly. And seeing a lot of galleries shut down. And, oh, my you know, God. It's hard because, like you said, online it was already oversaturated. Yeah. It's, it was already at a point. It's like, where do you look? Who do you support? And then sometimes you just give up and ignore. Mm -hmm. And I find myself doing that as well. But even yeah. being around in the city and seeing all these places shut down, it's I don't know so what sad. the answer is. Or is it more collaborations at this point where people have to come together and, you know, at some point start events or businesses as a collective i think we are stronger together to be completely honest like if you uh, i don't know like if you look at a group of you take a group of people everyone has certain skills and if you put them all together they could be so strong right mm -hmm. but if everyone has their 
just their own thing. They're not as strong. So exactly. hopefully a lot of collabs will come out. I think it would be great because like in events and stuff, you know, you might have competing companies. Well, why not come together and try to make it work during this exactly. time? Way stronger together. To continue surviving instead of kind of having to do our own thing. I completely agree with you. Yeah. Thank you again for coming and sharing. That was wonderful. Yeah, no problems. Thanks for and having me. Yes, and hopefully we will get to collaborate together at some point as well. Totally. When everything goes back to normal. Awesome. And uh, thank you everyone for joining us. Feel free to um, join our Facebook and Instagram under News and Arts, and we will chat with you again soon. Cool.